Friday, November 12th, we're celebrating Disney Plus Day with the premiere of new originals, blockbuster hits, beloved library titles, and unique specials from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Get one month of Disney Plus for $1.99 now until November 14th and celebrate the stories you love. Find out more at DisneyPlus.com. This is the Friday, November 12th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes, of course, maybe a little bit more. It is me and Mike Clay with everything you need to know heading into this weekend's slate of games. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Again, Anita Marks, Mike Clay, and Mike, week nine, we went 12 and 10. Not great. But we are 138 out of 237 on the season, so we are standing steady at 59%. We're still winning people money. However, Mike, I have to tell you, between week nine and that Ravens-Miami Dolphins game, I am in a deep hole, my friend, and and I need to dig out, dude. I need to dig out. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, in, in years of, uh, you know, in this business playing uh, whatever it's daily fantasy or gambling, I think, uh, last week was the worst by far. Uh, it was just a bizarre week. You know, I had my lowest DFS lineup score ever. And I almost feel like based on what happened last week, that I'd be more concerned if I had a great week, you know, cause it was just such chaos. So many bizarre things happened. So many shocking upsets, stuff we don't see normally. So I wouldn't feel bad if you're coming off a bad week. That might mean actually that your process is good. So uh, it's probably good that that was that was our worst uh, our worst hit rate on this podcast this season. So it's probably a good sign. I think we'll bounce back this week. Well, I mean, even here's here's the good thing, Mike, is that we still went twelve and ten. We were still winners, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm I'm trying to you know see a silver lining in this deep dark week nine cloud. So um, I'm just you know the fact that we went twelve and ten, I, I was very proud of of us. So, uh, so let's, let's dive in, let's dive into week 10 and let's, I'm sure if we're, if we're in a hole, I'm sure there's other people in a hole as well. And they're looking to, uh, make their way out of it this week. So, and, and just full disclosure, um, you know, there are a lot of these lines in regards to the prop bets that Mike and I are going to dive into have not been posted yet. Um, and for a number of reasons, right teams, players dealing with COVID, some big name players like quarterbacks, as we know, still don't know if Aaron Rodgers, right, is going to play or not. He's not allowed in the building until Saturday. So there, there's this and injuries and whatnot. So, you know, a few of these prop bets that Mike and I are going to share with you are prop bets that we like, but unfortunately the line like we're leaning towards, but the line hasn't been put out yet. And so it's really important you understand that, um, you know, the, 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 hand, the, um, Odds makers are just, uh, I, I would imagine, having a tough time at getting those lines because there's so many question marks about the rosters. So with that being said, let's talk Eagles at the Denver Broncos. Um, two lines, two, two plays that I like, and that's uh, Jalen Hurts under passing attempts. 
Um, dude has only passed the ball, what, 31 times in two weeks? So he's not passing the ball that often. Got a Denver Broncos defense, good against the pass. So I'm going under passing attempts for Jalen Hurts. And also for Teddy Bridgewater, I'm going under one and a half touchdown passes. The Eagles played a lot of zone coverage, and Teddy Bridgewater only has a 58% completion percentage against zone coverage. So it's not a great matchup for him either. So I'm fading both these quarterbacks in this game. Again, Hurts, less passing attempts, taking the under, and Teddy Bridgewater under one and a half touchdown passes. What say you? I say uh, under on Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns, under one and a half here. Not going to create great juice on this one, but look, he has a total of one touchdown through the air in his past two games. And actually, he's failed to get to two passing touchdowns in five of nine this season, including four of his past five. Uh, the Eagles have flipped, flipped scheme, basically. They're running the ball a lot more, especially near the goal line, 45% expected passing touchdown rate is lowest in the NFL because they're running so much at the goal line. Also, Denver has only allowed 11 passing touchdowns this season. That's third fewest in the league. So I like the under on that one. Um, Bills and the Jets. I played this prop bet last week, and then don't you know it, Mike White gets hurt, and he's taken out of the game. I'm going back to the well again, Mike Clay, because Mike White expected to start for the Jets. I'm going Michael Carter. He's now the cream has risen to the top. He's the lead back in the backfield for the Jets over receptions for Mike Carter because, again, Mike White is expected to be the quarterback. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. Um, but in, uh, in, in the short period of time that Mike White has been under center, he has targeted Michael Carter 23 times. Game script, I'm envisioning the Jets playing from behind against the Buffalo Bills, who I'm assuming they're going to get their offense back on track. So, again, Carter over receptions. What's your play in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Josh Allen, yes, to throw an interception. He threw two against Jacksonville in a great matchup last week. He has at least one in half of his games this season, had at least one in nine of 19 games last season. So, you know, roughly about half, right? I mean, we're half this season, almost half last year. I have it with a 46% probability that will throw at least one. So why are we betting it at basically 50-50, maybe a little below? Well, it's plus 165. That's why we're getting outstanding juice on this one. So I think at this line, it's 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 worthwhile to go uh, for the home run and take the over. Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. Derek Carr owns the Kansas City Chiefs. His last two games, he's passed for 622 yards and six touchdowns. And oh, by the way, Darren Waller back healthy. 11 targets last week against the Giants. So I'm going Derek Carr, I'm going to go over touchdown passes for Derek Carr. I'm also going over uh, passing yards. And Darren Waller, I'm going over receptions as well. Um, you know, again, uh, you know, not to hash up a, a, a very concerning and, and, and sad storyline with Henry Ruggs. And I know that they just added Deshaun Jackson to the mix uh, to fill that void of stretching the field for them. But uh, more targets to go around, and, and it's evident, you know, Waller coming off an 11-target game. I like his over-receptions this week. What's your play in the Raiders-Kansas City game? Yeah, so I'm going to go with, uh, to Patrick Mahomes here and go over 35, uh, 38 and a half pass attempts. Um, look, this is a very pass-heavy offense, the third pass-heaviest in the league with, once we adjust for game script. You know, Mahomes is averaging a little over 40 attempts per game. He's beaten this line in four of his past seven games. He did so in 11 of 18 games last year as well. So, uh, you know, I, I know the, the Chiefs are the favorite here by about a field goal. 
but I don't fully understand that. You know, they're they're four and four. The Raiders are five and three. About played them this season. The Raiders lead the division. The game is in Las Vegas, so um, you know I think this game will be at very least competitive. It's going to mean Mahomes is going to have to use his arm, uh, and I think he clears this line. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of dogs I like this week, Mike. I like mm-hmm. Atlanta plus eight against Dallas. I like Cleveland plus three, plus three and a half against the Patriots. I like Seattle plus three and a half against Green Bay. And I love, I love the Raiders plus two and a half right now. If you get them at plus three, who knows? Uh, maybe more money will be thrown on the Kansas City side. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think the wrong team is favored here. Uh, but nonetheless, let's look at the uh, Chargers and the Vikings. I'm going Jefferson. Over five and a half, and, and there is a line out here. <laughs> I'm going over, thank God, finally a line to discuss. <laughs> um, Justin Jefferson, over five and a half receptions. Big reason why I like the over in this game as well. I think a lot of points are going to be scored here. Um, and uh, and the, the coaching staff came out this week and said, I don't know what's wrong with us. We need to get Jefferson more targets. We need to get him more involved in the game. So you know what, Mike? I'm banking on that. I'm going to put that money down on it. I'm going to put money down that he gets at least, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine targets this week. I'm hoping that happens. Again, I think a lot of points are going to be scored here. So I'm going over five and a half receptions for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I was actually leaning toward the under based on the the juice on on Jefferson, but those comments, you know, you know, usually, you know, the squeaky wheel, you know, is – is uh, it's going to get greased, right? So I, I backed off that one. So I, I'm okay with that over. Um, I have a few in this game as well. I'm going to go with Jefferson's quarterback, right? Under 274 and a half passing yards at even money for Kirk Cousins. Look, the uh, the um, Chargers defense has allowed the third fewest passing yards this season, 210 per game. You know, Baker Mayfield threw for 305 against them. No other quarterback has reached 261. And again, the line is 274 and a half here. Some of the quarterbacks they faced... Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott. Again, only Baker got to this line. That's some that's some pretty good quarterbacks. So I think Cousins goes under here as well. Um, and you know me, I'm going back to the quarterback. Well, of course, I'm going to go under on Dustin Hopkins, two and a half made extra points at plus money. I also like under seven and a half points at minus 140. That one's not quite as good, but I like the extra point one a lot because, you know, they're averaging three touchdowns a game. Minnesota's allowing about, about two and a half. So, you know, safely you're looking at about three touchdowns. And also the Chargers have attempted to five two-point conversions, right? So uh, Brandon Staley's, you know, not afraid to go for two. And if they score three touchdowns, go for two ones. Maybe he misses one. You know, I, I think it's going to be tough for him to get the three make. So uh, I like that one for sure. And I'll throw one more in here. The other kicker, Greg Joseph. I've been on him a lot this year. I think he will get the two made, made field goals. This one's at plus 120. Minnesota already has its bye. They're still second in field goal attempts this season. And Joseph himself, he's missed four of his field goal attempts and still has made at least two and five of eight games this season. So I think there's a better than 50% chance he makes two and you're getting this at plus 120. I like it. I love I love when you bring the the kicking kicker prop bets to yes. the podcast. <laughs> um, and, and please know that I play them each and every week. The Lions and the Steelers. Um, he, again, uh, prop bets that, uh, have posted, uh, it looks like Jamal Williams is out, is going to be out again. Nothing confirmed. Obviously we've got to keep an eye on it, but, uh, dealing with that thigh issue. And when that happens, Deandre Swift is the big man on campus there with the Detroit lions. And he's going to get the lion's share <laughs> of, mm-hmm. uh, of everything. So over 11 and a half, 
um, carries attempts uh, for DeAndre Hopkins, you get, in, I, I mean, DeAndre Swift, and you can get that at minus 120. Also, Deontay Johnson over receptions. Chase Claypool now is dealing with a toe issue. He's day-to-day, not expected to go for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we know how much Ben Roethlisberger loves Deontay Johnson anyway. So uh, more targets to go around. And so uh, more love Deontay Johnson's way. Again, over receptions for Deontay Johnson. I know that um, the Atlanta-Dallas game, you've got quite a few prop bets you like in this one. Which, by the way, as I said, I like Atlanta in this game, Mike. I like Atlanta mm-hmm. a lot. I like Atlanta. Like, listen, I'll, I'll take the eight, but I might even put a little money on the on a, li- a little coin on the money line. What are your What are your well, I'm I'm really curious to get your thoughts on game script here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I would take the points as well. So maybe that's why I like some of these uh, some of these props. So you know, I, I, a big line, like a big a line in favor of a team, you would expect less passing more scoring, uh, more running, of course, right? Because you're ahead in the game, you're running the ball, and vice versa for the opposing team. But I think it's going to be a little closer than that, which kind of sets up some of these lines. So, um, you know, Cordero Patterson, under 10.5 carries, but he's been under this in six of eight games this season, so I'm going to lean that way. Mike Davis is still playing a pretty big role, uh, but I like Patterson over 4.5 catches. There's still no Calvin Ridley back. He's heavily involved in the passing game. So uh, I like to carry one more, but I think there's a good chance he gets – to five catches as he has often uh, this season. I like Matt Ryan, believe it or not, not to throw an interception. This is the first time I've done this this season. I usually go with the yes for an interception, but at plus 130, uh, I think, you know, uh, there's a good chance that he doesn't throw one. He's only done so in three of eight games this season and half of his games last year. So the plus money, I like that. Uh, What else we got here? Um, How about Dak Prescott? Under 35 and a half pass attempts and under 301 and a half passing yards. Uh, again, like both of these, you know, the the yardage, they kind of obviously tie together. But check this out. The Falcons have yet to allow a quarterback over 291 yards this season. So the line's 301.5, and they did face Tom Brady. The, the schedule hasn't been too tough, but they did face Tom Brady at 276 yards on 36 attempts in that game. So uh, I'm going to lean on the under here. Again, I still have the Cowboys favored, even if we like it to be closer than perhaps the line, uh, Dalton Schultz under four and a half catches at plus money and under 51 and a half receiving yards. Michael Gallup expected to be back in this one. And Schultz's targets have been trending down. You know, he hasn't had, Schultz hasn't had more than six targets in a game over his past three games. And you need to get five catches to hit that line. So definitely like uh, the under on that one. And finally, Kyle Pitts under five and a half receptions. You know what? I really like this one initially because you were getting plus money, but it quickly switched the other direction. The juice is going the wrong way, so it's not as appealing. But it's still for him to hit six catches would be tough. I mean, he's he's only done that twice this season, weeks five and seven. So uh, that that's going to be a tough line to hit. Gronk, by the way, is the only tight end to catch six passes against the Cowboys this season. That was way back in week one. So again. Don't love the juice on this one, Anita, but if you can get the under five and a half, I still think he's going to, I still think that'll convert. All right. Uh, before we end the podcast, um, some other games and some other prop bets that I'm on. Again, unfortunately, uh, these lines have not hit as of yet, but this is where I'm leaning, right? And that's the Bucks in the Washington football team. I think Brady has a field day against this uh, Washington football team secondary in their defense on so going over touchdown passes. I'm assuming it'll hit at two and a half. I think I think Brady can toss three in the game. Also, you got Godwin who's dealing with an injury. Antonio Brown is expected to be out. Scotty Miller is expected to be out. So Tyler Johnson, six targets last week. 
So I'm looking at over and receptions for Tyler Johnson. Also, I'm going to be stacking Tom Brady and Tyler Johnson in a lot of DFS lineups this week, by the way. And McKissick over in receptions as well. Um, I, I look at this Washington football team playing from behind. McKissick, as you know, Mike, gets a lot of targets. And so I'm looking at over receptions. I think he's going to have to be utilized in the backfield in the passing game more so than them rushing the football with uh, Antonio Gibson. Tennessee and the Saints, um, as of right now, I'm hearing that Simeon is going to get the start. That could change. But if he does start, Deontay Harris over receptions. Um, the chemistry between uh, Simeon and Harris is is pretty substantial, by the way. Um you know, especially he's got 13 targets with Simeon under center. So he likes looking his way. And with the news with uh, Alvin Kamara dealing with a knee injury, um, you know, who, who knows? Maybe, you know, the Saints are going to have to rely on the passing attack even more so this week. Carolina Panthers and the Cardinals and Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm going under rushing. I know an under, Mike. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but I'm going mm-hmm. under rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, This is a Carolina Panthers team. Their offensive line ranks 29th in the NFL, according to PFF, and they just lost two starters. Cam Irving, um, their left tackle to a calf injury, and their center, center, Mike Paradis, I hope I'm I'm pronouncing that properly, Paradis, uh, to a Mm -hmm. knee injury. So, And also, game script, I think Carolina is going to be playing from behind, so I'm going under rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. And last but not least, Carson Wentz. Um, I'm just, I'm thrilled for him that, you know, he's, we're finally seeing the Carson wins that we saw years ago with the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Jags. I'm going over touchdown passes. And again, I'm anticipating that to be over under one and a half. Um, he's got multi touchdown passes his last, last several weeks. Um, and, and the Jags, uh, secondary can be had. And, and also I think they're flying really high, um, still a week later, um, off of that win against the Buffalo Bills. So I really, I love Carson Wentz this week. I like him in fantasy as well. I'm going to be playing him in a lot of DFS. Out of out of those, any of those uh, tickle your fancy, you like, you love, you dislike? Yeah, so actually I'll rewind even further to DeAndre Swift because that's the one that really popped out when you were uh, talking earlier. Um, if Jamal Williams is rolled out, which could happen shortly here, um, and it may have already by the time you're listening to this, I would, I would hop on those overs right away unless they really – uh, really rise. So scrimmage yards, you know, if you get a around a hundred um, or, you know, the carry prop that Anita mentioned earlier, what was that line? Uh, 11 and a half. Yeah. I would jump on the overs. I mean, he was not uh, over those lines in their last game, but remember it was a complete blowout and they were using their backups like Jamar Jefferson and, and Godwin, you know, they have, uh, I, I can't get his last name off the top of my tongue right now, but um, those guys were used a lot in garbage time in that game and Jefferson actually stole a touchdown. So uh, it, assuming the game is more competitive, which Detroit has generally been at least in the vicinity, you know, it wasn't like a 30 point deficit most of the time. Swift will play a lot. And if he does, he should be able to clear uh, the lines pretty easily. So uh, like those, just keep an eye on the status of Williams. Again, he is Mike Clay. I'm Anita Marks. This is your Friday edition of our Daily Wager, Daily Wager podcast, focusing on all the prop bets heading into week 10. And again, we feel your pain. We're with you. We need to dig out of this week nine hole ourselves. So uh, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, please do us a favor and don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck in week 10. <laughs>